No matter what stage you are at right now, getting super clear on what your business is and who you want to serve is a critical foundation for business planning and ultimately success. And as a video strategist, our role for our clients is often to help them gain this clarity too. And it all starts with a hedgehog. Welcome to episode 250 of the Engage Video Marketing Podcast. The world of video marketing for business is changing and I don't want you to get left behind. G'day, I'm your host, Ben Amos, and welcome to the Engage Video Marketing Podcast. Each week, I'll be bringing you the best in the world of video marketing, content creation, business growth strategy, and storytelling, along with practical tips, insight, and knowledge that you need to grow as a confident video strategist and build profitable businesses. Let's get on with the show. G'day strategists and welcome back to the podcast. It's episode 250 and this number of episodes kind of snuck up on me, but I'm excited that we got here to 250 and that you're here to join me for this episode. What an epic ride it's been publishing this episode nearly every week for gosh, um, nearly five years. It has been a lot of fun and hopefully provided a lot of value to you guys as well. So a solo show today because I want to share with you a tip that has come up recently in my accredited video strategist program. So in the program, we've been working a lot on gaining clarity on audiences and particularly positioning our video strategy businesses in the right way for the right types of clients. And it's really interesting to me how we all have different views on the type of businesses we're aiming to build and who we're wanting to work with. But let me tell you, the clarity and the growth from that clarity that's coming out through the program over the last few weeks has been seriously awesome to see. So in this episode, I'm going to share with you an approach that you can take to get super clear on what your business is all about and in particular, what type of clients and projects that you'll want to be attracting to work with you. There's an ancient Greek parable that says that the fox knows many things, but the hedgehog knows one big thing. Author Jim Collins, in his book, Good to Great, he talks about how the fox tries to attack and kill the hedgehog. It's cunning. It knows five or six different paths to take. It leaps, it crawls, it slithers, it jumps out of a tree. And all the hedgehog knows how to do is just one thing. It rolls up into a ball. But yet that one thing keeps the fox from accomplishing its goal every single time. So Jim writes in his book, and I quote, Drawing upon this parable, philosopher Isaiah Berlin famously divided the world into two types of thinkers, foxes and hedgehogs. Foxes embrace the inherent complexity of the world and pursue many ideas, never giving themselves over to a single pursuit or organising idea. Hedgehogs, in contrast, gravitate towards simplicity and think in terms of a single organising idea that guides everything. He continues, and I quote, Our research found that those who build great companies tend to be more hedgehog than fox. We also found that they implicitly or explicitly use a hedgehog concept for disciplined decision-making. A hedgehog concept is a simple concept that flows from deeply understanding the intersection of the following three circles. End quote. 
So I'm going to explain to you this, this idea of the hedgehog concept. And I want you to think of these three circles like a Venn diagram, you know, those intersection, intersecting circles in that diagram that you're probably familiar with. And so one of these circles is what are you deeply passionate about? The second circle is what can you be the best at in the whole world? And the third circle, what drives your economic engine the best? Okay, so imagine that Venn diagram with those three different things intersecting and then you've got that overlapping section in the middle and that is your hedgehog. So it's that combination between what are you deeply passionate about, what can you be the best in the world at and what drives your economic engine or actually makes you money. So when we think about this hedgehog concept in particular in business planning or in considering what sort of business we want to grow, we can understand that the ideal situation is working out a business model or a business, a service that you can provide that does all of these three things, something that you're passionate about, something that you can be the best in the world at and something that actually makes you money or drives your economic engine. Okay, but it's kind of like three legs to a three-legged stool here, which is the idea that if any one of these is missing, then it's probably not the ideal situation. For example, you can be deeply passionate about something and you can be the best in the world at it, but if it doesn't actually make you money or drive your economic engine, then it's really, you're in a situation where you're probably quite happy with what you do, but you're not making income. It's, it's a hobby. Okay, conversely, Another of the two circles is what are you deeply passionate about and what drives your economic engine? So if you're making money doing something you're really passionate about, I mean, that sounds great, right? But the reality is it's not realistic or it's not sustainable. It's a dream. And then finally, if you think about, you know, what can you be the best in the world at and it makes you money, it drives your, your economic engine, but you're not particularly passionate about it, then you could be rich, you could make a lot of money, but you're going to be bored. And effectively, it's, it's like a job. So the goal here is to create a business around all three of those things, a hedgehog concept. So taking some time for critical reflection around this, this concept and idea can provide so much clarity on the business that you want to build. And it can become a critical filter for decision making as you grow your business. But now I want to take this idea a step further and apply this same way of thinking to your audience, your ideal clients, and particularly how to find them. So let's take that same Venn diagram, that same idea of those three interlapping circles. And in those circles, instead, we're going to say, what type of work do you enjoy doing? What type of projects? What type of work do you enjoy doing in your business? And then the second circle is what projects or clients are actually most profitable drive your economic engine, right? What are, what things actually make you money in your business? And then what projects can you and your company be the best at and do the best at? So it's the same idea of the hedgehog concept, but now we're thinking of it through the lens of identifying the right projects to work on and the right clients to go after. And again, the same sort of thing. If you find clients that you enjoy, you enjoy doing the work and your company does it really well, but it's not profitable, then you're probably going out of business, okay? And then the other way to look at it is you could find work that you really enjoy doing and it is profitable, but if you're not the best in the world at it or you're not striving to be the best in the world at it, then there's a real competitive risk there, right? And you're not differentiated. 
And then the other intersection there is what projects can your company do the best? So maybe you find something that you're really good at doing, you're really the best at doing, and it's profitable, but you don't actually enjoy doing that sort of work. Well, then those sorts of projects, they're not fulfilling and you're going to lack motivation. You're going to lose interest in your business. So the goal here is to find and identify those clients for you and your business who are those hedgehog clients that are the intersection of those three things. So the question is, well, how do you actually find them? Well, I want to share with you a, a process that I recommend that you go through at least once a year. And I call it doing a client audit. And regardless of the type of business that you're in, you can do this same sort of thing. And it goes like this. I want you to run a report of all the projects or clients that you've worked with over the last period. Let's say, let's take a, a full year, right? So you can usually get that sort of uh, report from your CRM or from your bookkeeping software and include in the report, if possible, the source of the referral. So how they actually came to you in the first place. Um, and also the total income that you got from that project or that client. And if you have that sort of information, ideally, you'll also have the profit margin, how much money you actually made from that project. Now you go through that list and you rank your clients or projects on a scale of one to 10 based on the following three factors. Okay. So you're going to end up with a score out of 30. So the three factors are, did you enjoy working with the client and the type of project that you delivered? Rank that out of zero to 10. Zero, you hated it. It was terrible. It wasn't the type of work you wanted to do. Up to, <clears throat> excuse me, up to 10, obviously it's oh, perfect. You loved it. You loved working with the client. You loved the project, right? And then the second ranking factor is what was the outcome of the project? Was it something that you are proud of and demonstrates, demonstrates your best work? If you're a video company, is this like, is this going to go on your showreel? You know, is this the kind of project that you are proud to have as a case study under your business? So rank that zero to 10. And then the final ranking factor is what was the level of profit margin in the project? So when you crunch the numbers at the end of the day, how much did it cost you to deliver that project versus how much money did you actually make an income from that project? So your profit margin, rank that based on a score between zero and 10, and you'll end up with a score for every project or client between zero and 30. Yes, there's a little bit of work to do here, but it's worth it in the long run. So now you're going to sort your client or project list from the highest score to the lowest score with zero at the bottom of the page and your 30s or 20, you know, high 20s at the top of the page. And then work out the top 20% of that list. Okay, and this is applying Pareto's principle, the 80-20 rule. Um, which you might have heard of before. But the idea here is that your top 20% are probably driving 80% of the revenue in your business or 80% of the joy or the, the top 20% of the clients that you really want to do more work with. So then highlight those top 20% of clients. And there you go. This list, this highlighted list at the top represents your top 20% of clients and projects. And I dare say the types of clients and projects that you want to be going after more. So next, you need to spend some time identifying what are the common aspects of these clients and perhaps categorizing them into different buckets so that you can get clear on how to attract more of those types of clients, those type of projects into the future. And then this clarity that you've now got, this new clarity should inform 
some new or maybe refining your customer avatars for your business. We've talked about avatars in previous episodes and on my YouTube channel before, but by taking this hard data from your business and then reflecting on how that applies to the kinds of customers you want to be going after, it makes sense to draft those customer avatars from that data. And therefore, you'll have a more strategic approach to your marketing and sales. And importantly, a whole lot more clarity on your business and what you want it to become over the next 12 months or five years or whatever. And particularly, how, who you're going to go after to get there. So my friend, be like the hedgehog, not the fox. Work out what you are good at, what you're passionate about, and what makes you money. And do more of that. Simples. So in the show notes for today's episode, I've got the diagrams showing these concepts mapped out visually for you. So head on over to engagevideomarketing.com slash 250-250 to check those out. And of course, if you've enjoyed today's show, I would love a rating and a review for the podcast. And in celebration of 250 episodes of the podcast, this is episode 250, I'm going to do something a little bit special. So if you take a screenshot of your review, so leave a review on whatever podcast player, Apple Podcasts, whatever it may be, take a screenshot of your review and email it to support at engagevideomarketing.com and we'll hook you up with some surprise bonuses. So you will need to do that by the end of July 2022. So that's the period of time that I'm going to give you to get access to these surprise bonuses. And I'm not going to let you know what it is until you do that screenshot of your review and email me support at engagevideomarketing.com and those surprise bonuses are coming your way. So I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I hope you found this actionable and valuable for you and your business. And I want to encourage you to take action on this, on this process of finding your hedgehog, identifying your hedgehog clients, and then using that to drive your business strategically moving forward. So that's it from me for this episode. I'm Ben Amos from Engage Video Marketing, and it's my goal to help you engage your ideal audience to action through effective video marketing strategy. And I'll see you in the next episode.